Welcome to the Worship Place podcast. We are thankful we can worship with you and pray this message blesses your day. We look forward to seeing you in person next service. I'd like you to turn to Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 30. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 30. It's a scripture here that I think uh, many of us know, and a scripture that means a lot to us as well. In Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 30, it says this, that even the youths shall faint and be weary. The young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. Let's lift our hands to the Lord tonight and just let this word settle into our hearts. God, we're believing you tonight, Jesus, to reach down and touch every single person in this room, God, that our hearts are now open before you, God. Our minds are ready for your word, Jesus. I pray that as the seed goes forward, Jesus, that you would water it and allow it to spring forward and grow inside of our hearts and our minds, God. I thank you for what you are going to do tonight, God, and we give you the glory and the praise for it all in Jesus' wonderful name. Let's just praise him for a couple minutes here and give him the glory glory for how great he is. Hallelujah, Jesus. We glorify your great name, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Y'all can be seated tonight. If you feel the presence of the Lord moving, you're welcome to allow that to minister to you in whatever way it might do so. I think I forgot to announce, I believe the children are in the classroom next door. If there's any young people ages 12 to 18, we're staying in the sanctuary here tonight. So the scripture that we just read gives us a few different points, a few different indications of how we might be able to succeed in life. It talks about how even our young people, the ones who have the energy and seem like they can run a mile in no time, or they can wake up in the morning and go full speed until midnight and then get a couple hours of sleep and then right back at it and, and do it all over again. But for those of us who are older, we know that that can be a very difficult thing to do because we, we understand that our strength is not as strong as it once was, that it's beginning to be depleted. And I know that I myself am somewhat a young person, but still I feel that even my youth has began to, to fade over time. And the scripture here tells us that those who might be the strongest, their most energetic amongst us, that they might grow faint and they might grow weary and that young men as well might begin to utterly fall or maybe uh, get distracted by the things around them. But briefly after that, the scripture tells us that those who wait on the Lord are going to renew their strength. And not only will they renew their strength, but they will mount up with wings as eagles. If you've ever pictured that inside of your mind, it's an incredible thing to think about mounting up with wings as an eagle, soaring as an eagle does throughout this life. It was a few years ago that I was a sheriff's deputy 
And I had this territory in Wyoming of 5,000 square miles to cover. 5,000 square miles. And it's not like here, you, you drive down the highway and the next house might be 10 miles, 20 miles, 30 miles down the road. And so you can't run out of gas because if you do, you might be stuck there for a few hours before the next person comes along. And I was driving down one of these highways and I came across a semi that was stopped in the middle of the road and I started questioning why the semi might be in the middle of the road, a, a big semi with a, a massive trailer. And I, I stopped behind the truck and walked up to the driver and asked him what, why he was stopped in the middle of the road. And to my astonishment, he said, I hit an eagle with my semi. And I was like, well, you, you hit an eagle. That, that didn't, probably didn't do anything to your semi. Like, why don't you just keep on driving? And he said, no, I hit a sem an eagle with my semi and it has damaged my semi so badly, I can't move my semi from the road. Sure enough, I walked to the front of the semi, and there was a crater in the front of this engine. The, the, the semi, the, the, the front was cratered in to where this engine was severely damaged by an eagle. And so I, I walked a little ways up the road, and, and I found this eagle. And to, to my amazement, this eagle was still alive after creating this crater in this semi-truck causing this entire semi-truck to come to a complete stop. This eagle was still alive and moving around. It, it was this massive bird. I, I, I would say that uh, it, it was at least halfway up my thigh when it was standing on its, its legs. Its height was immense. It was like a bird I had never seen before. I never came across an eagle like this. And so we had to call Game and Fish, and they came to look at the, this bird to, to try to help it. And, and I remember that she grabbed a hold of this bird and said, you're the one that has to grab its legs and hold its talons while I try to look at this bird. And I saw how big those things were, and I realized that those could easily pierce my arms. And it, it was so terrifying that I gripped that bird like I have never grabbed anything before because I did not want that leg to come loose and that talon to come and, and pierce my arm. But it showed me the majesty of this bird that God created. It, it began to reveal to me the importance of this scripture here and how strong and magnificent these birds are. That when God says he wants us to soar as eagles, he doesn't just want us to soar as a blue jay or all these other birds, although they might be pretty or magnificent, but God wants us to soar as an eagle, the animal that is at the top of the food chain, a predator that cannot get defeated by many things around it. And so tonight I want to present to you some facts about eagles to help you soar in your walk with God. Because God does not just want you to stay at the base. He does not just want you to stay where you are at tonight. He doesn't want you to stay where you were at a minute ago. But God wants you to increase, and not only to increase, but to soar in this life. It's so much easier when you fly and you're not walking around in the muck and everything else that's going on down below. But when you begin to let the presence of God allow you to soar into new heights, then God will begin to move inside of your life. God desires that for you here tonight. I know you might have came here with your problems or with the work day or thinking about what you have to accomplish tomorrow to, to get things done. But let me tell you, if you desire, if you want to go somewhere else, God is here to lift you to a new height like you have never been to before. So these eagles that are a top predator, they have these characteristics of 
uh, carrying their eaglets to safety. They're known for their strength and courage in stormy weather. They care fiercely for their young. They've been known to carry goats off of mountain cliffs. If you don't believe me, you can look it up on, on YouTube. It's crazy. Eagles carrying an entire goat off of a mountain cliff. Their sight is impeccable. And so the first thing that I want to talk about here tonight is that eagles have powerful vision. They say that an eagle can spot a rabbit almost two miles away from where it's currently at. Two miles from where it's at. That's incredible. If you try to go to a mountaintop around here and look two miles, most of us would be lucky to see a car driving that far away. But eagles can see a rabbit that far away. Scripture tells us that as Christians, we don't have to walk by our sight, but we are meant to walk by faith. It is up to us to begin to use the spiritual vision that God has given to us to begin to see things that are on the horizon or things that are around the corner or distractions that might begin to take hold in our lives. It's up to us as Christians to begin to, to take these physical eyes that we have and say, I'm not going to believe the facts that are around me, but I'm going to pick up my Bible and believe the truth that is inside of the Word of God. And as I begin to pour that Word of God inside of me and God begins to give me a spiritual vision, then that is what I am going to begin to trust in in my situation or my scenario. That if I need a healing, God, I'm going to pray and let your spirit fall and begin to reveal what you can do inside of that circumstance. God, that if I, I need you to work in the midst of, of a monetary issue or in the midst of a struggle in my family or my household or things that are going around, God, it may look terrible and horrible to those that are beside me, but God, I know that you have given me vision like never before. You see, God doesn't want us to be scared about walking every single day. He doesn't want us to be fearful about what's on the news. And who knows what's going to happen with the wars overseas and, and the things that are happening in the midst of our country. But for all of us that are in this place, we can see that those around us that are youthful and those around us that have the greatest strength, that they may fail in the midst of these circumstances. But us as apostolic people of God, as Christians that serve the King of Kings, we know where our vision begins to come from. We know where our sight is coming from. And as a result, we don't have to worry about all those things that try to drag us down and push us to a various places. God wants us to soar with wings as eagles. That's what it states in this scripture. And so what he is telling us is that if we get a vision like never before, we can change circumstances in our life. We can change environments around us our workplaces can be turned upside down for his kingdom healings can begin to happen miracles can fall inside of our households and it becomes so much easier to live when we're not worried and distracted by all of these problems that that might be around us I remember a time that in that vast expanse of Wyoming I was driving along and the fuel pump in my car started to go out I was coming back from a youth trip, it was my brother and I, and we were worried that we were going to stall on the, in the middle of a busy interstate. And so we pulled over to the side of the road and our car had completely stalled out because the fuel pump had failed. And so we, our vision was telling us, man, 
this situation is desolate. We, we don't know what we're going to do. Who are we going to call? There's nobody close to us, this particular place. And so we said, you know what? We're just going to have to pray. It may sound silly to pray for your fuel pump in your car this particular moment, but we prayed, and believe it or not, our car started just a few minutes later. We drove it home and never had to replace the fuel pump for the rest of its existence until I sold it later. It's what God can begin to do even in the little circumstances that we have going on around us. Sometimes we say, man, God is only a God of big things, but our God wants to be a God of small things as well. If you become like an eagle and begin to soar and begin to elevate to the place that God wants you to be at, you will begin to spot the rabbit that's two miles away and say, God, I know that you can work in the midst of this circumstance as well. You can begin to pray a small prayer and Believe that God is going to work in the midst of that just as much as the strongholds around you in Jesus' name. Not only that, but we were meant to be fishers of men, looking for those souls who are lost around us. You may come here tonight and be like, man, I've, I've never even experienced God myself. I don't even know how to feel him myself. But God has also called you to be a witness to those who are around you. And so I'm giving you something here that will allow you to soar to new heights. That if you keep coming to church, if you keep worshiping, if you keep getting into the word of God, God will allow you to soar higher than all of the problems that you've had in your life. He'll begin to forgive you for all of those sins and those trespasses and all of those things that Satan wants to hold against you. But when you begin to soar above them, he no longer has the fingers that can pull you down. He no longer has the ability to bring you back to where he wants to keep you in this life. Number two is that we can see that eagles are fearless. They're absolutely fearless. This eagle that was on this road got hit by a semi, yet it was still willing to fight for its life after getting hit by a semi. It did not want us to to grab a hold of it. And and if you look up eagles in various videos, you will see that they never let their prey win. It's incredible. Sometimes they swoop down and pick up a snake on the ground that's trying to to bite at it, but that eagle doesn't seem to care. It just swoops right down, picks up that snake, keeps going like it's nothing. And if that snake gets too much, it just drops it, swoops down, picks it up again, takes it to a new height, drops it again, keeps doing that over and over again. Because that eagle knows that it is not going to let that enemy defeat it. They understand their power and might. It's quite evident that they understand their power and might, and they are willing to use it to win. It sounds to me a lot like the apostolic church, doesn't it, tonight? That we are meant to understand the power of God that dwells inside of us, And as a result of that power that dwells inside of us, we can walk out of these church doors knowing that there is not an enemy that can defeat us. 
that there is not an enemy that can overcome the scripture that we are preaching into this world, that there is not an enemy that can take us down to hell and, and remove God from our lives, that there is nothing that can prevent that unless we allow it to. And so as an eagle soars to new heights, we are meant to soar to new heights and understand the power and strength of this apostolic church that is here. My wife and I have loved being here in the midst of our downtown services and in the midst of our services here because the power of God moves, it influences, it changes our city. And there's many of you who are walking to your job sites and walking downtown and letting God work through you like never before, unintimidated by what the person next to you might begin to say about your situation or or say about you or begin to speak about how you look or what you might do or how you dress. But you walk into those situations understanding the power and might that God has given to you. And if you have not had that, I believe that God wants to give that to you tonight. In fact, I feel to just pray for every person in this place that God impart that right now in the midst of this service. God, I believe that you are imparting a spirit of boldness and strength and power like never before, God. That every person under the sound of my voice will walk out of this church tonight strengthened and encouraged, God, with the ability to never let the enemy defeat any one of them, God. I thank you for the impartation that you have brought into this atmosphere tonight, God, and it is through you, Lord, that we are strengthened with a power and an ability like never before. We give you the glory tonight in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If that fear begins to creep up, you know it's not coming from God. It's coming from somewhere else. Maybe yourself, maybe the devil, maybe things around you. But it's not coming from God. Because God wants to give you power and love and a sound mind. Sounds like a peaceful place, doesn't it? A restful night when you go home. That's why it's so wonderful if you can go home and pray before you go to bed and say, God, I just need your peace for a few minutes here tonight. Give me wonderful rest. I put on that helmet of salvation, believing that you are protecting my mind, God, from all the spiritual things that happen around me. And God will give you the most wonderful sleep that you have ever had in in, in your circumstance. Scripture tells us again to resist the devil and he will flee from us. It's interesting because sometimes we invite him in. But you know what? It's so easy that if we understand God wants us to soar as eagles, we understand that when Satan comes knocking on our door, all we have to do is open the door and say, oh, that looks like Satan. See you later. Close the door. And he doesn't just stand there, but he has to flee from that place to leave us in that circumstance. That when he tries to haunt us or our family or anything around us, that when his kingdom tries to overcome this world, believe me, there are apostolics in places like never before influencing uh, all of the culture around. It's crazy. I can't tell the full story here uh, on, on a camera stream, but there is an apostolic in the midst of the United Nations building right now who baptizes uh, people from around the world, uh, and they have to hide these things because if these people return to their cultures, then they will, they, they will be uh, killed or overcome by their nations there. 
But God has placed people in particular places so that, that he can move through them. And that man who's doing that was just a pastor who was working inside of the, his local church. And through a healing that occurred in his local church, he was invited to the United Nations. And now they have given him an office inside of that place where he can teach and reach people with this faith that you and I believe in. So we can't count ourselves as small or little or say, God hasn't given me an ability. I feel like I'm just a church member or the, uh, I just clean the bathroom. So I just sweep the parking lot or do these things. God has an influence through you and he desires for you to soar as an eagle and begin to use the power he has placed inside of you to change the world. You might turn your neighborhood upside down. You might be the reason this church grows to where we have to build a balcony over the top whatever it might be God has a purpose inside of your life and so don't forget that this scripture doesn't just apply to our pastor and those leaders inside of our church but it applies to you and it applies to me and every one of us inside of this church God doesn't want you to be growing so weary on a daily basis that you're just clawing to make it through and you're just barely struggling to make it and if you're here that way tonight we're here to get behind you and help you and help you make it through that in Jesus name but God desires for you to soar so that you don't have to continue to dwell there over and over again every single day it doesn't have to be that way God wants new heights to come in to your life number three is this that eagles are tenacious. They tend to keep a firm hold of something is what I mean by that. They tend to grab a hold of something and not let it go. In fact, eagles, like human beings, will choose one mate and they will invest in their young throughout their lifetime because they can be tenacious, not letting something go. When other birds will begin to shelter during a storm, you will see that eagles will use the storm drafts to fly higher than they ever have before. You may come to this place tonight and say, I haven't understood this truth before. I don't know how to read my Bible. I don't know how to get into these places here. But let me tell you that Bible is the most precious thing you could have in the midst of your household. And if you don't have one here tonight, we will find one and get you one so that you can take it home and have something precious inside of your household I remember a lady in my church in Wyoming that anytime would, somebody would set, and I'm not trying to convict anybody if you have done this here tonight, but anytime somebody would set their Bible on, their, on the floor, she would run over, and she was from a foreign country, and she would pick it up and hand it to them and say, that's too precious to set on the floor, because she never had the opportunity to hold a Bible in her country, and she understood how precious that truly was, that she wanted to grip that and get a hold of it and read it and take it home and learn more about God and desire Him. It's an interesting thing that when we begin to let that Word of God flow into us, it's, it's like a hunger, and, and I hate to use this word, but almost an addiction that you just can't get out of yourself because all of a sudden you're like, I've got to get some more of the, 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 the peace that's inside of this Bible. I have to get another nugget that's inside of here. I have to begin to let this impact my life some more. And as you do that, your hunger grows even more. And you begin to move deeper into the word of God. And, and you grab a hold of it. And, and you see that God will change and, and move your life like never before. 
It's like coming here in the midst of these worship services and you begin to feel the presence of God. And, and you all likely, before you came tonight, said, man, you know, I, I'm, I'm tired and, I, uh, you know, I, I have church tonight and I'm tired, but maybe I shouldn't go, maybe I should go. But you all made the decision to come here and to be in the presence of God. And it's because you have this characteristic of an eagle, of being tenacious, grabbing hold of something and saying, I need a piece of that tonight. God, I need a piece of you. Lord, I desire you every single day. And just because I'm tired, I'm not going to let that be the thing that keeps me from the word impacting my life tonight. Just because I have a stepped toe or something hurting me right now, God, I'm not going to let that keep me from your presence. But Lord, I'm going to become tenacious about my life for you because I want to be as an eagle soaring above the problems of this world, soaring above the problems inside of my life. You see, when people begin to give in to those things and and they begin to impact them to, to not come to church any longer, to not pray any longer, to not read the word any longer, then it begins to cause you to fall from the sky and all of a sudden you hit the ground and wonder why things have went so drastically wrong inside of your life. But scripture says that we can soar as eagles. And if we're meant to soar as eagles, then we must become tenacious about what God has given to us. God, I am desperate for it every day. Lord, when I don't feel like getting up in the morning, I'm going to pray. Lord, when I I don't feel like reading the word because I don't have any time left, God, I'm going to put five minutes in before I go to bed. Lord, I'm going to put it on my speakers and play it on the way to work. God, I'm going to let you become a part of my life like never before. Lord, when the problems begin to come, I'm going to pray first, God, and then I will seek the help of those around me. But Lord, I'm going to trust in you and your ability and your authority above all else because God I want to walk in faith and soar through these things that are coming around me. Proverbs 23 and 23 tells us to buy the truth and sell it not to buy it and don't let it go, to get a hold of it and don't give it back, don't sell it off, don't give it to Satan. He wants you to think that if you sell it off, then you're going to get a bigger price, you're going to have a bigger increase in your life than you had when you had the things of God. And yeah, you may not look rich inside of this world here, but let me tell you, you're storing up riches in a heavenly kingdom. And as a result of that, God is going to bless you like never before. Buy the truth. Don't give it up. Don't give in to what the world is saying. Don't let Instagram begin to influence. Don't let Facebook begin to challenge and change what you think about things. Don't let the presidents and politics and this and that be the thing that drives you when you wake up in the morning. But begin to say, God, you are the one that is going to drive me every day. Lord, I am going to become tenacious. God, I'm going to let your power flow through me. It doesn't matter what those around me are saying, God. I'm going to stand for your kingdom. I'm going to give you glory for it, God, and let you anoint those around me. In Jesus' name, he wants you to think the things in this life are worth more than what you have. The devil and his kingdom have tricked so many. Look at our city and 
those around us with the bars and the nightclubs and the hoppings and these things. And if anybody in this room struggles with any of that, I'm not here to, to put you down, but I'm here to say that we can help you find something so much better with the environments that are inside of those places. Sometimes and often, we will see that eagles have to fly alone. And I know that this can be challenging here tonight because you might be thinking, well, you're giving me all this great advice and I want people to be around me. I'm just going to say that sometimes, as an eagle, you have to fly alone. That not always where there will be church people beside you when you're challenged with circumstances inside of your life. You might have to make a decision and the church people may not be right there beside you. But I can tell you that the prayers of this church are always walking with you. And that God will never leave you nor forsake you no matter where you are at. And so although it may seem like you are flying alone, that you're in some place that you don't understand and some circumstance that doesn't make sense inside of your life, God is right there with you allowing you to go to new heights. As I stated earlier, when other things begin to take shelter, eagles will come out and use the storms to begin to conquer things like they have never done so before. Storms will begin to put something called thermals out for eagles to fly in. And I'll talk about that in just a little bit here. But if you think about these environments that people want us to, to go to, David and Goliath and these other messages that we've heard about before where those of faith had to stand alone when everybody else was saying, no, don't do it. We can understand that God desires for us to be as an eagle, not scared or intimidated by our situations or what might be before us or behind us. Number four, eagles are high flyers and they live on a higher ground. Not saying that we're better than anybody else. I hope you don't get that from this message at all because we are just like everybody else. People with sin that need to repent and come to God. However, when you begin to understand the muck that is in the world and on the ground in the places around you, it becomes so much easier to fly and have a desire to soar above those things below. It's not that you never go down there to, to reach for things or to, to get specific tasks done, but you begin to realize that by flying and living high, the problems that once held you down no longer have to hold you down. Have you ever been interested to, and, and, and intrigued by eagles and how they fly? That it doesn't seem like they ever flap their wings or that they're ever using their own might to get to the height that they're currently at. The, the studies show that eagles can fly over 10,000 feet high on their own. 10,000 feet high at particular times. But eagles, the reason why they don't have to flap their wings or, or use this extra strength is because they will ride on something called a thermal. 
And if you have never studied this before, I'll, I'll briefly describe it, that a thermal is basically a channel of wind that you have hot air down below, and we all learned in science class that hot air likes to rise. And so when the sun shines through our atmosphere, it warms up the ground, which warms up the air, and all of a sudden the hot air on the ground needs to go up into the atmosphere, and it creates what's called a thermal, that there's wind that is moving up. It's like a, a spiral or a tornado kind of in the sky, but not as fierce is what a tornado has going on. They happen all around us every day in the midst of our cities and right around us. They could be in your backyard tonight. They're just incredible pieces that God has designed in nature. And so eagles have found out how to find these thermals and use them to take them to new heights without even moving their wings one inch. An eagle will soar into the thermal and they will just let that spiral keep taking them higher and higher, and higher, without giving any might other than spreading their wings and letting that thermal take them up. When God desires for us to soar and glide as eagles, he's not talking about becoming so exhausted to reach that next height or that next level. He's not talking about completely making yourself desolate where you can't move any longer. But he's saying, look, you don't have the strength or the ability to do this on your own. And if we're all honest in this room, none of us have the ability to make it to heaven. None of us have the ability to die for all of our sins. None of us in this room are sinless. But God so graciously swoops in and says, you know what? I'm going to take care of those sins and those things of your past so you don't have to remember them any longer. But not only that, I'm going to give you wings. I'm going to begin to, to give you faith in your circumstance. And I'm going to begin to lift you up to higher heights than you ever have been before. Those places that you were once living in down below that felt like they were impossible to escape. Guess what? I'm providing you a way of escape so you no longer have to dwell in that any longer. And guess what? I'm providing you a place of higher living where you don't have to use your own strength to reach this place. But I am going to give you the ability. You see the wings that are spread out as an eagle are our faith. And when we begin to say, God, I put my life in your hands and my trust in you, God. I believe that you can take me to new heights, that you will strengthen me. Then all of a sudden, the wind thermal, the Holy Spirit will come down and begin to move in the midst of our lives. And that's why our prayer circumstance, our, our worship and, and those things in this church are so powerful because people begin to act upon their faith and they begin to spread their wings and say, God, I trust in you today. God, I trust in you this morning. I trust in you this night, Lord, to take care of these circumstances that are around me. You will not leave me desolate, but God, let your spirit fall upon my life. And as we begin to pray those prayers and begin to speak those things in faith and spread our wings before God, then his spirit will come down and begin to lift us higher than we ever have before. I know you felt that in the midst of the worship here where all of a sudden
sudden the atmosphere changes like never before. All of a sudden you're in a new place and it, it seems like the circumstance is completely gone. It's because God's spirit is coming and touching and reaching you like never before. But the danger with the thermal is that there's usually only one way that is going to be up. And there's one way that is going to be down with the thermal. It may seem like you're walking this direction, then this direction, then this direction, then this direction. And it may seem like you're going in one big circle and questioning, God, I, I thought that you had this circumstance for me, God. I thought that you said I could pray and see somebody healed, Lord. I thought that you were taking care of this, Lord, but I prayed about it in church tonight, but when I go back home, it's still there. God, what is going on? It might seem like one big circle over and over and over again. But let me tell you tonight, spread those wings in faith. Begin to, to let your faith be before God and say, God, it may seem like a circle, but I trust that you are taking me somewhere. And just like a spiral, you may be going in a circle, but God is taking you to a new height. God is elevating you above your situation and what might be below you. You might have to return to it, but the vantage point is so much greater from up here than it is when you're down in the midst of the situation. If you're soaring through the storm, it's so much better than being down in the midst of the storm, letting the hail come and the rain pour around you in the snow make everything slick and whatever you might face riding these thermals God desires you to soar like an eagle not be some wounded bird or bird that hides in a cave or one that's scared of every circumstance if you face those things tonight believe me God can encourage that I'm not putting you down or saying that but I'm saying God wants to open a new door for you like never before one of my friends Pastor Jim Sleva, who teaches at Indiana Bible College, he said this one time, and it just stuck with me. He said that our faith should be as an eagle stepping off of a cliff. That our faith should be as an eagle stepping off of a cliff. If you watch them, they, they walk right to the edge of that cliff, and they don't look down and back up and say, man, that's a little scary down there. I, I don't think I can fly today. I'm a little... A little worried about what's down there. Maybe I should get my measuring tape out and actually measure how far that is. Can I survive this if I tip over and fall off the edge of this cliff? I, if you look at an eagle, you see that they, they don't even look down. They just step to the edge of the cliff and leap and spread their wings and soar. God desires that of us as well. It takes time. I'm not saying that it will instantly happen and It'll be easy for you every single day to step to the edge of that cliff and just launch. If we're all honest, there's probably multiple times in the week where it's difficult for us to just launch into a circumstance. But when we understand how God desires us to soar as eagles and what he desires to do inside of our lives, it becomes easier to step to the edge of the cliff and say, God, I'm spreading my wings. You got this. I'm jumping off. And you just take the step and all of a sudden that thermal, the wind, the air around you begins to take you to heights that you have never been on before. Sometimes we have to be careful that we don't stop, start living in the level that God does not want us to be in. 
Israel, their nation, was called to a higher ground. However, we saw how long it took them to grasp a hold of that higher ground. Forty years, and then even when their spies went across the land, they came back and saying, there's giants over there, God. We, we can't take this land. But then there were still a few that understood, God, you made us as eagles. That the enemy doesn't have a grasp on my life. You know what? I dismiss that I resist him, and he now has to flee from me. God, I'm spreading my wings tonight in freedom to be lifted to a higher level than I ever have before. In Jesus' name. I want to bring you a fifth point here before I close tonight. I want to say that eagles nurture their young like almost better than any other animal inside of the an- animal kingdom. They will defend their new young. And when it comes time to fly, We see that it may seem vicious, but they will carry their young high and they will drop them to let them learn how to fly. Sometimes the eagle parent will even go into the nest and nudge their young ones out of the nest so that they're free-falling and have to learn how to fly. Now, it may seem like it's dangerous and hurtful, and yeah, sometimes it probably doesn't work, These eagle parents will also tear up the nest and make it so uncomfortable in the midst of their environment that they have to begin to fly. Sometimes it sounds like a situation that we might be in, right? That God comes down and all of a sudden things are flying. The nest is beginning to shake. All of a sudden it's like there's no ground below us and we feel like we're free falling out of the midst of this place where we were in the midst of comfort. And we're thinking, God, again, I was enjoying that nest and the rest that was there. I was enjoying the peace and comfort inside of that. But how come I'm falling now after you said that you would take care of these situations? But it's because God is saying, look, I have given you faith, your wings, Although it may seem like you're falling, I'm going to teach you how to fly. I'm going to teach you not only how to fly, but I'm going to teach you how to soar on top of your circumstances. This week, I encourage you to try it a little bit that when things begin to shake a little bit, or circumstances begin to feel overwhelming, begin to spread your wings in faith, prick up your your scripture and begin to to read places inside of there and say, God, I'm having this issue, but I believe this scripture applies to it, and so I'm going to read it in faith tonight, God. That I proclaim joy inside of my household, God. I proclaim peace into my circumstances, God. I know that you are going to speak through me, God. I proclaim boldness inside of my heart and my life. It's okay to pray around your household and say, you know what, God, I pray that no evil thing would be able to come into this place so that we can sleep peacefully and allow your presence to come in this midst. And as you spread your wings, you'll begin to soar as never before. With apostolics, it can be so tough sometimes to let this happen. But if we allow God's faith, if we allow our faith in God, Take us to new heights. He will begin to work through us. Scripture tells us in Ephesians 2, 19 through 22, that you are no more strangers and foreigners, but you are fellow citizens with saints in the household of God. You came tonight. You're one of us. 
sorry whether you like it or not and whether you like me or not. You're one of us. You're family. You're a part of the household of God and his presence here. And it says that we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the true cornerstone, and whom all the building fitly framed together groweth into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are builded together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. We build our lives upon God. He gives us those wings to soar to new heights. If you're questioning why it seems like, like somebody's always able to, to smile through tough circumstances and why it seems like everything is happening so good for all the other Christians in the church or the other Christians in the other churches and somehow you just can't catch a break, maybe it's this that God is saying, spread your wings and let me take you to a new height. I know for me that when I soar, when I'm above the circumstances, the situations below me, it's so much easier to say, you know what? It's down there, but God, I enjoy being in your presence up here. It's quite wonderful. God, those, there may be mud and muck and dangerous things down there, but God, you know, I, I enjoy just soaring above that. And God, I may have to land to deal with it or to sleep or to rest at particular points, but God, I know that you're going to take me to those new heights again tomorrow. I know that you're going to cause me to, 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 to lift up higher in Jesus' name. I want to conclude by saying this, that when I was researching eagles and looking into this, I saw this video that was a live stream of an eagle's nest. It was really kind of cool. They literally mounted a camera in an eagle's nest, and these eagles came and laid their eggs, and all the way until they, they um, left the nest, these cameras were filming these eagles. You could watch them 24-7 in the midst of their nest and on this live stream. But it was unfortunate because at a particular point, as these eagles were in this nest, these flies began to come and, and bug the daylights out of these little eaglets in this nest. The parents were helpless to do anything to help their young, but these flies just kept coming and, and they, there were so many that it began to overwhelm the nest and overwhelm what, what, what was happening there that the eagles were, were unable to, to help their younglings. And unfortunately, these eagles were were so overcome by these flies that were coming into their lives, they were pushed out of the nest and, and didn't survive. It was a difficult thing to watch and see on this live stream, one of the first that had ever been around. So tonight, what I want to tell you, or what I want to leave you with, is don't let the flies push you out of the nest. It's going to take time to grow that faith and begin to spread those wings. And if you're a little bit questionable about jumping off that cliff, that's okay tonight. But don't let the flies of this world, the naysayers, those who tell you that this isn't true, those that speak against this scripture and what's around you, don't let them push you out of the nest because it will result in something that you do not want to be a part of. But if you let God strengthen you in the midst of that nest, then believe me, your wings will grow so strong that there is nothing that will be able to keep you from God's love. There is nothing that will be able to keep you from Him. There is no circumstance or situation that you won't be able to soar through and make it to the other side and to testify to others about and to bring others through their situation because of what God has done for 
for you. Let me remind you tonight that God desires for you to have vision, for you to be fearless, for you to be tenacious, for you to desire a higher ground than what is here down around us, and for you to desire to nurture those who are new, or maybe that's you that you have to begin to let God nurture tonight. Can we stand in this place and let's let God just minister this to us for just a couple minutes here. Let's let him pour this upon us tonight. And I'm believing that if God wants to, that God wants to give that to every single person that is here. I don't know where your situation is at or what you might be dwelling in. You're welcome to come to this altar tonight if you would like to or pray in the midst of your seat. But let's lift our hands and say, God, I desire to soar to new heights, Lord, that the cliffs may be before me and intimidating, God, that situations may be trying to pull me down or hold me where I'm at. But Jesus, I'm believing you are going to lift me higher like I have never experienced before. Oh, I can feel it tonight that God is imparting that to every person that is here. If you desire it and desire that inside of your heart, God is pouring that into you right now. It's like a river of living water. It's like a refreshing water in the midst of the desert. God, we spread our faith before you, Lord, believing that your spirit will come and flow into our lives, Jesus, and begin to lift us high like never before. Jesus, bless every church person that is here. God, begin to impart vision, God, a tenacious desire for you, God. Strengthen abilities like never before, God. We reach to you and your kingdom, God. We thank you, Jesus, for the truths, Lord, that you are unveiling before and around us, God. I pray that you would give those strength, God, who are in tough circumstances right now, Lord, that you would help them to lift you up, God, so you would lift them up, God, out of the situation before them, God. I thank you for sweeping this place, Lord, for being in the midst of our households, God, for working through us and inside of us, Lord, and letting our boldness go. God, we give that to you in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name.